0: Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel and I am Clint. Welcome back. Uh, we were just talking. This has been the best podcasting we've done yet to date. Is this is this draft? Is this fantasy draft of all UGA players of all time Look, plus if, head coach DC OC?
1: If you guys aren't having a good time, we're we're sure as heck having a good time. <laughs> right. So there's. We at least got three thumbs up on this podcast. It's the three of us,
0: but that's we have gone. Probably. We have we have ghosted an email account. We have given ourselves mm-hmm. a rating. They are all five mm-hmm. stars, and they are glorious. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, that's that right.
2: formula has worked for you so far. Just
1: <laughs> making up
0: everyone who is a listener to the show. That's right. Yes.
2: Good
1: work.
0: Yes. Oh. Well, mm-hmm. That's this is this is now really kind of depressing all of a sudden to me. I was having oh. a good time. Well, now here we are. Now here we are. Uh, Hey, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Daniel and I talk three days out of the week about UGA, all things UGA, because we're huge fans of UGA. Um, Michael is on the pod talking with us through this fantasy draft of the greatest UGA players, coaches of all time, putting together a roster so that we can compete on the gridiron for a fictional game in New Orleans. For all the marbles, uh, and we're glad you're here with us. If you've been with us a long time, uh, you know that Daniel and I are the biggest UGA fans in the world Along right along with you. Uh, we're not gurus or insiders.
1: We are not. We do not ask for you to jump across a paywall. We're not trying to break any recruiting news for you. We let other people take care of that. We're here to talk to you about the stuff that matters, and that is fan stuff. We're here to help you to be the best fan that you can be. We are here. Uh, that's what this podcast is all about, for fans, by fans. And if you're a fan and you want to jump into this conversation with us, uh, there's several ways you can do that. You can email us, LockdownBulldogs at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter, at Dogs Podcast. If you like the show, subscribing, downloading, uh, leaving us a rating, leaving us a review, telling your friend about the show, uh, signing up your cat uh, for the subscription to the show, all of these things are things that you can do to help us out a tremendous amount if you don't like our show um uh just hit me up on twitter and i will give you michael smith's personal phone number and you can call Mm -hmm. him and talk to Mm -hmm. him about what you don't like about the show and then um he is after all the executive producer intern audio engineer sherpa that takes care of all of the needs of the show and so we will pass the pertinent information along to him uh we appreciate you being here uh we record during the off season we're recording three episodes every week this is the last episode of the week And so, welcome. We're glad that you're here. Um, uh, I don't know if we'll finish the draft today. We'll probably finish the draft in the first episode of next week. Um, But uh, we're excited that you're here. If you haven't gone back and listened to the previous episodes of the draft, you probably should do that. Uh, That will help the picks make more sense. But in case you are too lazy to do that, uh, we will now read off our picks for you, uh, starting with the aforementioned executive producer extraordinaire, Michael Smith. Michael. Tell us about your team. All right, I've got Herschel Walker, Terrence
2: Edwards, Roquan Smith, Richard Seymour, Jarvis Jones, DeAndre Baker, Matt Stinchcomb, Alec Ogletree, Skinny Legs Fred, Ben Jones, J.R. Reed, Terry Hogue, Mike Moonpie Wilson, Mark Richt as my offensive coordinator, Aaron Murray at the QB position, Clint Bowling, Randy McMichael, Rodrigo Blankenship, Freddie Gilbert, and
1: Brian Van Gorder as my DC. All right. Uh, I have uh, Champ Bailey with my number one overall pick. I took him. Then Nick Chubb, Todd Gurley, Heinz Ward, Boss Bailey, Justin Houston, Ben Watson, Leonard Floyd, Sean Jones, Marcus Stroud, Greg Blue, John Stinchcomb, David Andrews, Vince Dooley as my head coach, Max Gene Gillis, Jonathan Sullivan, Irk Russell as my defensive coordinator, Pat Dye as my associate head coach slash offensive lineman, uh, David Green as my quarterback, and Drew Butler as
0: my punter. I have David Pollock, A.J. Green, Garrison Hurst, Thomas Davis, No. Sean Marino, T- Andrew Thomas, Paul Oliver, uh, Rennie Curran, Geno Atkins, Leonard Pope, Malcolm Mitchell, Sanders Cummings, Cordy Glenn, Kirby Smart as head coach, Isaiah Wynn, Lamont Gilliard, Quentin Moses, Lorenzo Carter, Bakari Rambo, and John Theus, which leads us to this pick of the 21st round back to M-Dubs.
2: All right. So now we're looking at, you know, the the reserves here. What positions do we have remaining that need to be filled in these last few rounds? I need another cornerback to fill out my defense. So um, I thought I'd take a, a Werner. No, not Charlie.
1: Uh,
0: oh, whew.
2: <laughs> Although he may have been.
0: Almost. Almost <laughs> I got the cold sweats bad. there for a second.
2: <laughs> Do you think he would have been better at cornerback? Or? He could have. I mean, it's,
1: <laughs> it's possible.
2: Uh, I'll take Scott Werner. Um, famous UGA cornerback, quality uh, player. Lots of interceptions, lots of stats you could rattle off. But I just like him. Uh,
1: it's a it's a great pick. Um, Scott Warner is um, is a great corner. I had a corner. I was sitting on a corner that I thought I knew I was going to be able to get late in the draft. It was not Scott Warner. Obviously, I've got Champ Bailey, so my second corner position I think is a little bit less valuable. So I wasn't all that upset about the pick. Um, and I say, Michael, you say. This is the point of the draft when you're picking reserves. I say, this is the point of the draft when you're picking diamonds in the rough, Mm -hmm. fellas. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, This is the point in the draft when the cream begins to really rise to the top. I love my last six rounds of this draft. My last seven rounds, I should say, of this draft. And it starts with this pick right here. This is my favorite pick that I made in the entire draft. And it is my third and final defensive lineman, and I think the best defensive lineman on, lineman on my team, and I got him in round number 21, and his name is Jimmy Payne. Jimmy Payne, if you don't know, because he didn't play for Mark Rick, he played before Mark Rick, so if that's your cutoff date and you don't know who Jimmy Payne is, uh, Jimmy Payne uh, played... Uh, he was a member of the 1980 National Championship team. We've got Scott Warner and Jimmy Payne going back-to-back in this draft, which makes my head coach, Vince Dooley, happy. Uh, let, me, let me just tell you a little few, few things about Jimmy Payne, fellas. Okay. Um, Jimmy Payne was a three-time All-SEC player. That's fine. He led Georgia in sacks in three of his four years at the University of Georgia. All right? Jimmy Payne is sitting third all-time. On the UGA sack list. He is tied with Jarvis Jones in that spot. So you got Jarvis Jones way up in the third, fourth, um, fifth round, Michael. Ooh. And I got the guy that is tied with him in sacks. Jimmy Payne played defensive tackle. He also played outside linebacker at I'm the sorry. University of Georgia. That's who Jimmy Payne is, fellas. Okay. So well, you want to talk about an athletic freak? that can handle the modern type of game, even though he played back in the 70s and 80s. This was a guy that was ahead of his time athletically uh, back in his day, and he will slide right in to the modern game, playing alongside guys like uh, Boss Bailey and Justin Houston, playing alongside guys on the defensive line uh, like uh, Marcus Stroud, Jonathan Sullivan. Jimmy Payne is my pick uh, in the 21st round, and I couldn't be happier about it
0: uh hey really quick uh who's who's number one and two on that list for all-time sacks
1: all-time sacks at uga david pollock is number one and it's by a wide margin uh with richard tardis is number two with 29 sacks in his career jimmy payne and jarvis jones are tied at third with 28 sacks in their career so right there i see what you did well, there, Clint. well maybe
0: i Maybe I should just go get Richard Tardis then and put him on my team and mm. have the number one and two mm. all time sack leaders in the history of UGA mm. come on. Maybe man. you should. Maybe Overrated I should. Well, that's stat. Stat. That's Overrated <laughs> stat. Overrated <laughs> stuff. Well, that's what I just did. I just went out and got Richard Tardis to play on the other side, Le uh, opposite David Pollack. Uh, Le LeSac. And hey, this, FYI, LeSac has a kid. I don't know if y'all know this. LeSac has 2.0. And, uh, is is his playing name full of pressure? Uh, let's hope. <laughs> let's let's hope because let as we quarterback
1: L- hurry, Le <laughs> wreak L- havoc, Le personal foul hands to the <laughs> blow to the head. Oh gosh!
0: Football can't uh, get here soon enough.
1: Jimmy Payne and Richard Tardis, Scott Warner, Jimmy Payne and
0: Richard Tardis. That did was the, a, that was Did round we have a memo, memo that went out? Did we have a memo Come that on. went out to all choose that at the same time? That was glorious how we did that. Uh, Where you I at like Twitter? That. Uh, (laughs) Come on now, come on now. Where you at? Um, All right, Clint. It's still you. I got a kicker. I need. I need a kicker. Uh, We are getting down to filling some slots. Uh, I am not getting a DC. Uh, I'm going to hold off on that one for a little bit. I I got some time um, to do so. Uh, And so I'm going to take Blair Walsh as my kicker and put him in there. Uh, If you don't have Rodrigo, you have second fiddle to everything. Uh, Blair Walsh, fine kicker at UGA put them in there let's go fun we're all like we said before nobody in this game is not going for it in fourth and 15 this is madden type games just (laughs) let's go that's uh i don't know who i don't know what kind of team you're
1: on that's gonna have a fourth and 15 situation but i'm not (laughs) you remember that time nick chubb lost yards on a run no me either (laughs) okay cool uh It's um uh, all right uh, I, I'm on the clock now it is the 22nd round of the draft and I will give you my pick uh when we come back uh spoiler alert it's my second favorite Georgia player of all time You said second favorite of all time, Daniel. It's my third favorite Georgia player of all time. Okay. I just, there's a little tease, there's a little tease, but I immediately, immediately realized that it was fine. It's my third favorite Georgia player of all time. Fitting that he's my third favorite Georgia player of all time because he wore the number 33. A little insight into my life. When I was in college, my password to everything, this was before I realized you shouldn't have the same password to everything. You should. This was... The internet, yeah, right. We'll talk afterwards, Michael. It's fine. Uh, my password to everything was 33 means pain. Uh, and it was all because of Odell Thurman. Mm. Uh, Odell Thurman, you want to talk about a guy. He was not the hardest hitter in Georgia history. No. He was not the fastest player in Georgia history. No. Um, but he inflicted the most pain of any player in Georgia history. Odell Thurman, when you look up bad intentions in the dictionary, uh, Odell Thurman's picture is right there next to it. And I am getting, just to be clear, I am not getting Cincinnati Bengals Odell Thurman
2: who is currently be- who's
1: currently being arrested for something. Um to be clear, Odell's kind of gotten his life back together. Mark, uh, Kirby brought him on, uh, which I love to yeah. see because anytime our linebackers get a chance to work with Odell Thurman, good things are happening. But better things are happening when Odell Friggin Thurman is on the field because that dude was the stuff record. And ball. so I knew I could sit on him. I knew I was saving a linebacker pick this entire draft because I knew I could get him in any round that I wanted. and um and so with the twenty second round, I'm taking, I now have Boss Bailey, my second favorite Georgia Bulldog of all time. Nick Chubb, my first favorite Georgia Bulldog of all time. And Odell Thurman, my third favorite Georgia Bulldog of all time. I am loving my team more and more every second. Uh, 33
2: Odell means Thurman. pain,
0: guys. Odell Thurman. Uh, uh, I applaud that l- Monty password. Rice.
2: That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so Monty I, Rice, a little Odell spots. Thurman-esque. Still open. One on the offense, one on the defense. So... I'm going to fill out my offense, and I'm going to go way back. This may be the farthest I go back in this draft. Uh, I'm going to go back to 1968 and take Bill Stanfill, named that year okay. as the nation's best lineman. But you, you may know Bill Stanfill because he went on to anchor the offensive line for the 1972 Miami Dolphins, the only undefeated mm. team in professional football. Um uh, so I'll take Bill Stanfield That's on my O line.
1: Going way back, You're going in the way back mm-hmm. machine to get old Bill.
2: That's right. This is this That's, is not. Uh, uh, this is the all-time UGA draft. This is not the last 15 years UGA
1: draft.
0: Oh, I understand now. Mm.
1: So let. Oh, okay. Th- thanks, Twitter follower. <laughs> appreciate that. Shall
2: shall we stay with the theme? Um,
1: I'm gonna. Let's do it. Let's era. do it. Did you know in the in the seven? I'm sorry. Was the was. Was the theme random, random freaking people you found on the internet? Was that the theme? (laughs)
2: That's that's fair. That's fair.
1: But but random good Georgia
2: Bulldogs. Um, Oh, okay. Did you know in the 70s, 1970 to 78, UGA had eight first-team All-Americans? Seven of those were offensive linemen. So Moon Pie. Yowzers. Moon Pie was one of them. Uh, Another one was Sky Hertwig. So Sky.
1: Okay. So I'm sorry. So just
2: just to cl- listeners, I <laughs> wish you could see the looks to, I get when I share these. Just to clarify.
1: Things. Just to clarify, your team now contains a mm-hmm. man named Moon Pie mm-hmm. and a man named Sky. Mm-hmm. These are these are two of your players.
2: That's right. That's right. Try, trying to keep a um, keep a transcendent theme here. You know, we've got moon, (laughs) we've got sky, we've got pie. That's right. I don't know where I'm going with that. Pie is transcendent. By the way, I think we've lost Clint. we just acknowledge that? No, Clint's here. Oh, okay.
1: No, Clint's here. Okay. No, he's here. Yeah.
2: This is the best podcasting he's done to
1: date, I think. Yeah. It's certainly the best podcasting I've been a part of today. Um, None of the other podcasts that I host have gone nearly this well. Uh, at this point, no, Michael, you, you, give us, give us some, some frame of reference for, for why you're Who, taking yeah. Sky Her- Hertwig.
2: So I'm taking it for, for two reasons. Uh, one is because he was an all American in that, that run in the seventies. He was six, eight mountain of a man, but also you may know this. He was an Athens institution for decades so after his nfl career he came back to athens and helped build downtown into a hot spot Um, most famously i think he owned the nowhere bar i've had a drink there i don't know if you ever had a drink there right near the
1: georgia theater i have i have absolutely and so georgia fans this is what we're getting at here you you don't have to like this pick because of the player but just know that if you've ever gone to downtown Athens and had a great time, this, this guy Herdwig. if you've ever gone to downtown Athens and regretted every decision that you've ever made that night, mm. Mm. also, same guy. It's his fault. So just, I don't know, when you're ranking, is, when you're taking into account how good of a team Michael has, just take, is, is, think about that.
0: Is Michael being a historian or a... Good and bad. Is, is he being a historian here or is he actually like picking football players?
1: It's a it's a fine line that Michael's walking between okay. between reciting uh, uh, anecdotal pieces walk. of history. Yeah, yeah. he this is like an NB, NPR podcast mixed with a Locked On podcast. <laughs> That's exactly at what this happened. Point. And so, uh, yeah. All right, I'm on the clock. It is where are we at? Where are we? At? No, it's not time. 20, it's, we're, we're still going. We're rolling. Yeah, we're rolling. Uh, all right, we're in round number twenty three. I'm on the clock. And um, Mark Richt has already been taken, not as a head coach, but as an OC. offensive coordinator. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> offensive coordinator. I still need an offensive coordinator. Uh-huh. And so um, there's an obvious second best offensive coordinator in the history of UGA football. Like, sure. you know who he is at this you, point. Again, this just, point, like I did, I, just like I did, just like I did with my head coach. I'm taking an offensive coordinator. Let's all say it together. You all know who I'm going to pick. I'm going to take Todd freaking Monken as my offensive coordinator. <laughs> to be clear, dang to be it, clear. This to be clear, new, he is he is not coached a single game in bro, UGA yet. This, let's not let not not let the just the nuance, the minutiae of facts get into our way here when we're making this pick because uh, I am taking Todd Munkin out of the deepest emotion that any UGA fan feels <laughs> which is unbridled that is,
0: anticipation that is that is
1: un- complete unfiltered hope that's what that's what UGA fan fandom is all about and there is no single uh position group that most encapsulates pure, unfiltered hope than the offensive coordinator position group. I believe in Todd Munkin. I believe in a change of system that Todd Munkin is going to bring to Athens. And uh, so I am taking him as my offensive coordinator. And And I'm not going to look back. I don't care. I love I, – this is the pick I want. People are going to be screaming for your offensive coordinator to be fired every time he runs the ball. Just process hey, that. Hey.
0: Hey, hey, it's it's not fair to give picks out before they come.
1: (laughs) Everybody knows who
0: who you're taking. Everybody Everybody does know who I'm taking.
1: (laughs) But not not with this pick. In round number 23, Clint, who are you going with here? Because it's not an offensive
0: coordinator. It's not an offensive coordinator. I need a punter. need to round out some positions. Uh, He doesn't have a current NFL job, which is a shame. He needs to immediately because uh, he's just out there booming punts for days on Twitter and just showing everybody he's pra- still in form.
1: Just on every practice field in America, he's kicking punts.
0: Uh, I know a guy who keeps a fishing pole in his back uh, seat just in case he crosses a stream. Craig like Neislec- mm-hmm. just carries with him a net and a bag of balls just in case he sees an open field of 60 yards or yeah. more. Uh, yeah. So... Uh-
1: Cam Nieslick, uh great choice for punter. Uh, he is uh, underrated player on that 2017 team. Yeah, uh, I I loved I loved it. And as a person who's already taken a punter, and so who clearly sees the value of that yes. position,
0: yes, he won't be I'm ridiculing going, me for doing so?
1: I'm not going to be ridiculing you at all uh, for that for that pick. Who is your next pick though? Because you have the first pick of round 24. I will. And you know what?
0: I want to come back to my pick. Oh, you're going to give it to us after. I'm going to give it to you after. We're going to come back on the other side of this. Just a heads up, um, there's a theme There's a theme brewing mm-hmm. with with my this coaching This person's staff.
1: name has been mentioned on the podcast, I think, yesterday. It was. What name I, was mentioned? We've all, we've all waited. We've all yeah. waited. We all want to know. Who is it?
0: Uh, you said earlier that the best defenses in the history of UGA were coached by one. Eric Russell, and that's... That's, uh, or
1: that's not what I said. That's not what I said, because I do not believe that. I said okay. the best okay. defensive coordinator in the history of UGA is Eric Russell, and that is 100% true. Okay. Come what? fight me about it. But not the best defenses
0: to ever play at UGA. Well, I'll just go take the best defenses that have ever been at the University of Georgia, and I'll take the two guys that coached them, and I'll partner them together. We'll get the band back together, and Dan Lanning is my DC. Him and Kirby, we good. We good.
2: Full disclosure, I don't, I, om, I almost took Dan Lanning. I wanted, but it just felt like too much of a hot take because we all know it's Kirby leading that defense.
0: Nah. Hey, hey, look, I, on this podcast, we have said Dan Lanning has, if if he's on the team in 10 years, uh, he is successor to Kirby Smart at the University of Georgia. Dan
1: Lanning's got a bright future and also makes more money than he did three weeks ago. So mm-hmm. good on you, Dan Lanning. Just getting yourself a little bit of a race. Um, you want you wanna you almost took Dan Lanning, but it felt like too much of a hot take, Michael. I took Todd Munkin <laughs> as my offensive coordinator. I noticed that. <laughs> he literally doesn't even own a red shirt yet. Like he's gonna have to he's gonna have he to went stop on a recruiting by the athletic department.
0: And and Kirby met him in the parking lot and said, Take off that blue polo.
1: Put this on right now. Uh, Kirby, this is a medium. I can't fit into this. I don't. Uh, oh, also, I'm Kirby Smart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, We're meeting on. for the first time. Oh, yeah. gosh. Uh,
1: all right. You got Dan Lanning. Um, I need, I told you, I love um, my last uh, seven picks in this draft. Just to recap, so far in those seven picks, I've taken Jimmy Payne, who I think is my best defensive lineman. I've taken Odell Thurman, my third favorite player of all time in the history of GA. I'm taking Todd Monken, the savior of the university. Yes, that's right. The savior Uh, of the uh, university. Oh,
0: well, he
1: gone, done it. I almost drafted Jamie Newman as my quarterback. Full disclosure. (laughs) I'm just just joking, everybody. Just joking. But also, I'm kind of not joking. But with my 24th pick in this draft, I am going with my – I would say I'm going with my heart. Because I love this dude, but I'm also going in my head. Because what is it called when uh, people are trying to take your job away from you, okay. but they but they consistently never take your job away from you. What what is that called? Is that being better than, worse than, or the same as those players? Is that would you? How would you categorize those types of? Like if, you, if there were maybe five-star kids coming out of the woodwork, all of uh-huh. them just jonesing for your job. One of them right. wants your job so bad
0: that dad, his he, dad yes. cut his finger off. You think, you think that was Pops? I'm telling you right now. I'm <laughs> telling you right now. Son orchestrated that whole dang thing. He, he said, wanted dad, it bad. Dad, come sit over listen, here But listen,
1: Solomon Kinley ain't trying to give up no job. No. And he's not going to have to on this team. Because he is my fifth offensive lineman., uh, he is holding down the other guard spot on my team. I absolutely feel great about this pick. He is a road grader. He's going to have a great NFL career. Solomon mm-hmm. Kenley is a dude. Somebody is going to get a steal in this up- upcoming NFL draft when they take Solomon Kenley, and I am so. Freaking pumped to have him on my team. Solomon Kinley to round out my offensive line. I feel great about that pick. That's great. Great pick. Yeah, I give that pick four and a half out of five fingers. That's... <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right. So I've got to get one more linebacker. So I went I went back uh, you know, in the wayback machine in the archives looking for somebody good.
1: Oh, what's what's that like, Michael? Have you was <laughs> what's, what's it like to go back in time and take a hmm. And take a hmm. uh, a vaunted player from UGA's lore. Is that it, is that something that's new to you, or are you
2: feel feels pretty good? Um, and I'll feels, say to the listeners, you yeah. know, if you're if you're a most recent 20-year fan, um, it's kind of nice to browse back through history and see some of the greats. So I, I took Ben Zambiasi. Uh, I read a quote on the internet, and I don't even care if it's true because it's, it's an incredible. True
1: now quote uh, it's true now
2: Vince Dooley said that Ben Zambiasi was the most intense and tenacious football player he had ever coached that's pretty high praise
1: Vince Dooley my my head coach of my team I'll I'll I'll, I'll give you I'll give you that that is that's pretty high praise. you know
2: I wouldn't I wouldn't take him on that quote alone but then when I look and see that he has mm-hmm. 467 career tackles uh, it may be the leading tackler in UGA history. Still, I didn't look up that mm-hmm. stat, but mm-hmm. that's
1: surely that's surely that's Rennie Curran.
2: <laughs> well, then Ben Zambiasi is a close <laughs> second, right?
1: That's oh, sorry, ben, I just had to get one more Rennie Curran Mention <laughs> on the
2: on the pod. Well, there's still time; you can get a couple more in. There's <laughs> okay. All right, great. All right, ben, ben Zambiasi, linebacker number four for me. I'm good.
1: Uh, all right, who are you, who are you taking moving into uh, round number twenty five? We give round number twenty five in uh, before before mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. show's over we before the see. week's all out. All right,
2: I'll move quick on this one. Uh, you drafted Drew Butler earlier. I said <laughs> there's not yes, much to say on this one. So he, he is <laughs> yes. he is the best punter in UGA history, um, but I need a punter, and so I I just started thinking who else has needed a punter. Relative, you know, related to UGA in history. And you know who else needed a punter a lot? Mike Bobo.
1: Who? Mm. <laughs> Mike Bobo Ooh, needed a punter for- often. Little, little foreshadowing on that pick. Mm. <laughs> a little foreshadowing being thrown out there. So, I
2: went with, not maybe not Mike Bobo's best punter, but I went with his first punter. <laughs> because under the circumstances, Drew Butler may be the most talented best punter in UGA history. But under the circumstances they were playing in, give me Brian Mims. Because that guy was punning under Mike Bobo inheriting the offense from uh, Mark Richt. He was on the Let's, field all the time.
1: He He's an experienced punter, yes. Brian Mims. He's yeah <laughs> he got a lot he's logged of some miles on that leg. It's it's possible he doesn't have a lot of kicks left in the leg. I don't know. No. I know with running backs, they, they they sort of measure that thing with miles and like how much tread they've got left on the tires. I don't know. Brandon Mim might be a little He'd gone. worse for the wear. All right. Well, <clears throat> here we are. We're in the late rounds. I love I love my picks in the late rounds. Uh, well documented. Clint threw a real monkey wrench into my into my system here because kicker was another position where I was going to be perfectly content to pick third because I knew who I wanted at kicker. I have a guy that I wanted. I knew it was not Rodrigo Blankenship, and I also knew that it was not Kevin Butler, the arguably best kicker of Georgia in Georgia history, but certainly the second best kicker in Georgia history. He has the most iconic uh, field goal in Georgia history. It, I don't care about the 55-yarder against Oklahoma. I do I, care about I, it. I do. But, I do. but <laughs> Kevin Butler's 60-yarder is a better kick, and it means more to the University of Georgia than that kick because we didn't win the next game. Don't at me. National Championship game appearances are uh, a consolation prize. and so, uh, so now here I am with the opportunity to pick Kevin Butler because, because Clint went out and took Blair Walsh as his kicker. But I can't do it. I can't take Kevin Butler. And so listen, there are going to be some listeners that I'm just apologizing on behalf of Clint for not taking Kevin Butler like he should have. Uh, but I'm taking Billy Bennett. Front. I'm taking Billy Bennett, who's my favorite kicker in UGA history. And this has everything to do with the fact that he was the kicker while I was in college. It has everything to do with the fact that I would watch him do warm-ups where he would... Uh, soccer style, Mm -hmm. using only his feet, spin the ball. Using only his feet, spin the ball so fast that it stood up on its point and then take five steps backwards and kick 50-yard field goals in warm-ups off the ground with a spinning ball. Billy Bennett was a freaking wizard with the football, and he was a dang good kicker at UJ. He was the most recent version of Rodrigo Blankenship. And by that, I mean when he went onto the field, you assumed he was making every kick. And Georgia has not had many of those kickers. And Billy Bennett is the most recent version of that behind Rodrigo. So that's who I'm
0: taking. Uh, If you notice something, M-Dubs, I'll let you a little sneak peek. Uh, Whenever Daniel says, hey, we got a couple minutes, let's wrap this up real quick, what he means is I'm going to take five minutes to talk about a kicker is what he means Mm -hmm. by that. Okay. Look, so. that Billy
1: Bennett, that Billy Bennett spin the ball thing is worth, it's worth that, time that actually on every one of our you, podcasts. Uh, Tell us
0: about your next pick, Clint.
1: If you want to throw, if, if you're trying to throw shade over here, tell yeah, us about an your next pick.
2: Odd time to throw some. shade. Okay,
0: so real quick, real quick, you go ahead and name any OC, offensive coordinator at University of Georgia, is worth its weight in gold. We have Todd Munkin, who has not even coached a game off the board already. People,
1: okay, everybody is, acknowledges you're in a bad spot. I'm in a bad, bad spot. Everybody gets it. You're so in a bad spot. here's
0: what I need: Kirby Smart uh, was carrying around dead carcass weight going to going to several good games, taking the 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 decaying corpse of of Jimmy C's career mm. along with him. Mm-hmm so Before I just said that the dead
1: carcass weighed like 450, 500 pounds. Before, was <laughs> yeah. yeah. well, not, so, well, not. I mean, not, Kirby's
0: used to heavy lifting. Okay, he does. He, he actually does he, his he, best work when he is carrying somebody else's career along with him. Squat, his, squat, squat rack is well used. Well used. So why not just add on to the to the heap dump of OCs at Georgia? One, this is so gross. Ah, one, Mike Bobo is my offensive coordinator. Fire it's him. so gross. Fire I, him now. Do I have that choice? Can I? Can, can, I can I go into just, the game with I, no OC?
1: Well, Michael hired Mark Rick and then immediately demoted him and still <laughs> doesn't have a head coach. Mark Rick is still listening to this podcast thinking, I might get to be the head coach of this team, guys. Hold, hold I on. Might get to- hold on. Hang on, hold guys. On. Hang on, guys. Michael still doesn't have a head coach, guys. Don't, don't move say- my office
0: yet. Don't move that nameplate yet.
1: Let me just say, Michael's head coach is coming in the next episode, the first episode of next week, and it is worth it. It's the best ever.
0: Come on back Uh, back for that. Um, Hey, hey, you guys need to be here. Thanks for listening. Yep, thanks for being here. Appreciate everything. Give us a rating, give us a review, share us. Come back next week. We'll see you guys then.